Well, good morning, everybody. It is Christmas Eve day, and it's time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Realty expert John Brodeen is standing by in the studio. We're going to talk with him right after this. All right, and we are back with Realty Expert John Brodeen and your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. John, how are you? Good, good. Good Christmas Eve day today. Yep. Do you have a fondest memory as a child for we Christmas? Would, yeah, we would always go out to my grandma's house uh, on the farm in Buxton. I, I, we loved going out there. Um, you know, when you're a little kid, that's, mm-hmm. it's like the most homey atmosphere you could imagine. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. When uh, you're a kid, you, you look so much forward to the presents and that sort oh, of yeah. thing. But when you look back on it as an adult, you know, the presents are the last thing that you think of. And mm-hmm. it's just the, you know, the people and the atmosphere and the food and all that. Yeah. So how do you and the missus celebrate Christmas then? So we'll go, uh, we'll go to my parents' place tonight and then we'll go over to her place, her parents' place tomorrow morning and do Christmas with them. And I think my parents are going to come over for a Christmas lunch over to her parents' place tomorrow. Oh, okay. Uh, Everybody's in town? Too. Yep, yep. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so that'd be nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You don't have kids yet, do you? Nope, not nope. yet. Just, oh, you just, just Norman, wait. our dog. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Norman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. a cool name. <laughs> yep. Um Okay, let's talk about uh, realty stuff here. If somebody wants to sell their house. Um, all of a sudden, maybe they got a different job somewhere. Maybe they got a transfer, and they want to sell it like now. Mm-hmm. Is there a good way to sell your house fast? Yeah, so I'm going to talk about a few different ways you can sell your house, and this is we're going to start with the fastest way to sell your house. Okay. So the fastest and most convenient way to sell your house is to a cash buyer, um, an investor, iBuyer, that sort of situation. Um, there's going to be very little to no hassle uh, when you do, th- do it this way. But the problem is your proceeds that you can expect to get from the sale are going to be their lowest out of sure. the mm-hmm. ways to sell that we're talking about today. Well, it's kind of a convenience thing. Yes. Now, fastest and the most money. Um, this is if you have a home that's in good condition, move-in ready condition, it's attractive, or you're able to make your home move-in ready and attractive, and you list it with a top realtor. Um, this is the way that you sell it fastest. It's not going to be as fast as selling with a cash buyer because mm-hmm. um, chances are the bar- <clears throat> buyer is going to need to get a mortgage. Um, but this is how you get the quickest sale um, next to selling it to an I buyer, and the pretty low hassle. There's still more hassle involved because you're going to have showings, um, and this is how you get the absolute top dollar out of a home. Um, then. Uh, the next fastest is going to be listing with a top realtor, but your home is just in fair condition and it's almost moving ready. Maybe it is moving ready, but it's not super attractive mm-hmm. and you're not going to make those repairs and updates to make it attractive. So, you know, this can be fast. It's not going to be as fast because there's fewer buyers in the market for that type of home. Um, pretty low hassle still. You're not making any repairs um, and your your proceeds aren't going to be as high as selling a uh, move-in ready, attractive home, but they're still going to be pretty high. And then um, the slowest and the highest hassle, um, medium to low proceeds uh, that you can expect is selling for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's go over these different ways and let's talk about kind of some of the pros and cons okay. of each one. 
So like I said, the fastest and most convenient is selling to an iBuyer, the lowest hassle factor out of all four of these different ways to sell. Um, it's going to be private, discreet, usually no hidden fees. Uh, you control the terms to fit your needs. The home can be in any condition. There's not going to be any showings. There's not going to be any open houses, no photos of your home online. You're not going to need to do any repairs, no staging necessary. Sometimes they'll even buy it if it's full of junk, and they'll just take on that sure. uh, responsibility of getting rid of it after closing. <clears throat> so um, the the cons are it's the lowest sale price. So kind of in exchange for the investor buying the home fast and taking um, a lot of the hassle away, they need to buy it for below market value so they can make a profit on it. You don't get the benefit of multiple buyers competing for your property and the exposure of the open market. So um, private, um, discreet, fast, convenient, lowest, lowest proceeds because the investor needs to make a profit. So that's the, the service they offer in exchange for the money that they need to make. Now, do you find, I don't know if this happens a lot, but are there houses uh, that you have, you know, help people buy or sell that are turnkey? Oh, I mean, yeah. everything's in there. It's ready to go. And then you can kind of pick and choose what you want to keep. Maybe have yourself a big yard sale afterwards. Or how does that usually work? Um, when you say turnkey, you mean completely moving ready yep, and ready yep. to go? I mean, well, I, a turnkey oh, is probably a bad day. Yeah, furnished with everything in there. Somebody's in a hurry to leave. They Maybe they're going overseas. They can't bring anything. Does that happen? Um, I have never sold a home completely furnished. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty unusual. Okay. Um, but... I've sold homes where the buyer has liked the furniture and decorations mm-hmm. that the seller has, so they've picked out certain items that they're going to sure. buy from the seller. Okay. Um, usually we don't include that in the sale, though, because mortgage lenders don't like to see that you're using a mortgage to buy. So they can figure property. that out on their own. Yes. Okay. Yep, it's, it's between the buyer and seller. Okay, so now we're going to talk about... So this first option, there are some sellers where this is the best possible scenario for them they're in a rush they're out of state the home's in really rough condition they don't have the resources or the contacts to be able to get this thing fixed up in a Mm -hmm. timely manner they don't have time to get it fixed up Um, so the option that fits for the majority of home sellers that's going to be the fastest sale and the highest proceeds both of those things we talked about the first one that's the fastest sale lowest proceeds fastest sale and highest proceeds is listing with a good realtor and having your home in great condition, updated, staged, move-in ready when you list it. Okay. Um, So the hassle factor on this is probably low to medium uh, because if your home's not completely there, you do have to get it there. Um, You do have to deal with, you know, showings and stuff like that. So let's talk about the pros first. Maximum exposure, maximum competition amongst buyers, which equates to a higher sale price. Uh, Maximum sale price, like I said. Um, so you have a, if you get a lot of competition for your listing, you do have a lot of control over the terms of the sale. So you can kind of make them make the terms fit your needs if you have a lot of buyers interested in your property. Um, and uh, your realtor is working for you and working alongside you and guiding you. Um, so there's less work on your shoulders. The realtor mm-hmm. takes as much of that work off of you as possible. Um, so the cons, so there's some hassle involved. Uh, you prepare the home for sale, staging, Photos, showings, inspections, repairs, less private. There's going to be photos of your home online. There's going to be, you know, showings happening, private showings, Mm -hmm. maybe even open houses. Um, That's up to you if you have those or not. It's not a make or break thing. Um, So here's the catch. So your home needs to be move-in ready and attractive so that buyers, uh, uh, or, you know, so that it attracts the biggest buyer pool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, If your home needs some work, 
uh, you'll want to have it done prior to listing. So it's going to cost you some time and money, but this is a situation where you should be able to recoup that time and money through a quick and super high, like, you know, record sale or Mm -hmm. something like that. Right. Um, the home also needs to be priced accurately. So this, this isn't going to work if you don't take your realtor's advice and you price it $30,000 over what it's worth. Sure. Sure. Um, Just because it's as attractive as it possibly can be, there's still a price range for that home. Um, you're probably going to be able to be on the high end of the price range, but you still can't overprice it because that will negate what we had talked about with the maximum exposure and the maximum competition amongst buyers. We need that competition amongst buyers uh, to be able to get a top sale mm-hmm. price. And right. You're not going to get that if your listing price is not attractive enough. Right. So um, now let's talk about listing a home that needs some work with a top realtor. So this is going to be, it's not going to be as fast as selling a home that's in perfect condition with a realtor, just because it's a smaller buyer pool that wants, mm-hmm. that's willing to take on something that needs cosmetic fixes or whatever. Um, the hassle factor is going to be low to medium, maybe a little bit lower than selling a move-in ready home. If, uh, if you had to make repairs to get that move-in re- that home move-in ready. Um, if your home was already move-in ready, the, the hassle factor is going to be equal. The net proceeds from the sale, probably about medium. It's not as high as a perfectly move-in ready home, but sure. it's definitely not as low as selling straight to an investor. Yeah. Um, it's probably the, the second highest proceeds you can expect out of these four. Um, so the pros, less hassle due to not having to update the home to get it ready to sell. Higher sale price than selling directly to an investor. More competition than selling directly to an investor. You still have a realtor guiding you with what to do, negotiating for you taking on a lot of that busy work that you would otherwise have to do yourself if you uh, you know, went for sale by owner. The cons, not as much exposure uh, as a home that's in excellent condition, smaller buyer pool for an, a fixer-upper, um, lower sale price than an updated home, some hassle still with uh, photos, showings, inspections, and there, like I said, there's, there's fewer buyers in the market for a home that needs some work. Um, the catch it still needs to be priced accurately. Mm-hmm. If you overprice it, you're, you're going to kind of negate these benefits. Listen to your realtor. If you hire a very good realtor, they're going to be able to tell you exactly what you need to price it at in order to get a quick sale and sell it for the maximum dollar. Quick sale and selling for top dollar are usually two things that uh, relate to one another. A slow sale usually means you're not selling for top dollar just because a slow sale Buyers see a little bit of blood in the water. They're not mm. going to come in with as strong of an offer. They're going to assume something's wrong with it. There's not going to be as much competition, not as much exposure once a home's sat for a while because everyone's passed it over. So I would imagine you see this a lot. You tell a, a potential seller, you know, uh, 200000 and they say, wow, we're going to go two thirty. That way somebody will think they're getting a deal if they offer us $10,000 less mm. when it's probably just going to cause a big, uh, well, a big hassle. Yep, and, and that buyer, or that seller, excuse me, is counting on the buyer being uneducated mm-hmm. because that's that's uh, an uneduc- uneducated buyer would say, oh, the listing price is two thirty, and I'm offering you know two twenty. Um, I'm getting a deal. Yeah, but the problem is these buyers that are out there today have so many resources available to them, and they have their agent coaching mm-hmm. them. So there's you're not going to run across a dummy buyer that's going to think that way. All these buyers know exactly what to expect in their price range. So if if that two hundred thousand dollar house is priced at two thirty, 
they're not even going to look at it until you price reduce six months later until yep. you're down to 195. Should have listened to your realty and expert. Then that's when they see some blood in the water at low ball. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. sure. So, um, yeah, the buyers are so educated now and their realtors are coaching them. So even if the buyer doesn't know anything, the realtor is going to be right. helping them. So, sure. Um, and then let's talk about the last way to sell, which is for sale by owner. Um, longest time to sell, highest hassle, and lower proceeds. Not as low a proceeds as selling directly to an investor, but lower than selling uh, of the either of the two options with a realtor. Okay. So um, highest, uh, highest hassle factor, low to medium net proceeds. The pros, you keep more of the sale due to not paying a listing agent. Um, that's the main pro. Mm-hmm. Um, the cons, you need to... Um, so it's the highest hassle. You need to do everything yourself without the guidance or assistance of an agent. Um, you can make a lot of mistakes along the way here that'll cost you hassle and extra time. Um, so you're, it, you're unlikely to price the home accurately because you're not going to have access to the same past sales to research that an agent would when an agent's re- recommending a price to you. And you're not going to know how to uh, how to sift through those past sales. Let's say even if you did have access, you wouldn't be able to... Uh, do the same type of research that an agent would have and you wouldn't know how to uh, pinpoint different Mm -hmm. factors that Mm -hmm. are important that we use. Um, So less competition amongst buyers due to not being on the open market, which is the MLS, less exposure. You need to arrange all the the showings yourself. You don't have a professional negotiating on your behalf. Uh, You're likely still going to have to pay a buyer's agent commission. Mm -hmm. So you're saving probably, you know, usually 3% on the uh, listing side commission, but chances are you're still going to have to pay the buyer agent commission. And you don't have that contractual knowledge, so you're more likely that something gets slipped past you in a contract that you don't know if that's normal or if it's not normal. Um, so <clears throat> the catch with listing for sale by owner, so despite the savings on the agent commission, your net proceeds will probably be lower than listing with an agent due to a lack of advertising exposure, contract knowledge, um, and guidance on how to make your home showing ready. You have a decent chance of netting more than selling directly to an investor, but the hassle makes it not worth the difference. Basically, it's the bottom line there. You know, you use the words hassle factor a lot yep. in today's podcast. How about um, non-hassle factor? Yeah. Get a hold of a realty expert, don't you think? Yep. And they can also lower that hassle factor and stress factor by getting in touch with me early. Okay. Um, it makes their life a whole lot easier if they're thinking about selling in March and they contact me now and I can help them get to that state where they can get the sale for the fastest, uh, the highest dollar amount and the fastest sale by helping them get their home moving ready and perfect and making sure that they don't overspend so that they're actually going to get money back on the money that they spend and get maximum competition, maximum exposure to reach the largest pool of buyers. So uh, like we have been saying ever since the Berkshire Hathaway biweekly podcast began, uh, it's never too early to get a hold of your realty expert, no, is it? it's not. You, you pay the same either way. It's mm-hmm. we're not like lawyers where it's an hourly fee. Um, it's it's going to be, you know, same fee no matter what. So get the most value out of that. Work with me for six months rather than working with me for two months. Sure. How does somebody get a hold of realty expert John Brody? 701-213-5428. Follow me on Instagram. Check out my YouTube. Go on my business Facebook page. You'll be able to follow. find me on all of those different uh, outlets. All right. Uh, have yourself a Merry Christmas. Yes. You too, John. Don't eat too much. Yeah, yeah I will. All right. Uh, there late. you go. <laughs> Your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast with realty expert John Brodine. We'll have another one coming up for you on Wednesday. Don't forget, Santa Claus is going to be here very soon. 
Have yourself a great weekend. Have yourself a Merry Christmas, everybody. There you go for the week, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast.